Welcome to the family with L.A. Nick, Melissa Kirk, Andy Bernard, and Cassie Schrader. Melissa's mic's not on. Yes, it was. Really, you couldn't even, I couldn't hear you. Talk into it again. <laughs> Melissa Kirk. Oh, now I can hear you. Never mind. I was up here like this. I don't know. You were, I saw it. <laughs> we'll be right back, kick things off with family. Walzer Automotive introduces the new kids on the block, not the band. It's their three newest dealerships. Experience the Walzer way at Wyzetta Nissan on 394 or Walzer Polar Chev and Walzer Polar Mazda on Highway 61 in White Bear Lake. I've had all three general managers on the podcast, and I can honestly say that Mike, John, and Brett are some of the finest car people in the seven-county Mosquito Control District. This month, in addition to great deals, they're searching for used cars and will pay Kelly Blue Book Excellent whether you trade or sell outright. Some reconditioning can apply, so please, no flood cars from Apple Valley. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Chevy, Mazda, or Nissan, check out the new kids on the block. Don't tell them Tom sent you. Just show up and be amazed. That stuff never works anyway. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and <laughs> it's gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. Rocking out, man. <laughs> All right, so LA Nick's here, and this story just popped up. So I'm going to test your knowledge. Oh, geez. Of automobiles. Okay. Because you know a lot about cars and I motorcycles. Do. I'm right? a gearhead. The 50 cars that should have never been made. I want to see if you agree with some of these. Okay. The 2004 SSR, Chevy SSR. Well, that whole line was just garbage. Okay, well, <laughs> okay, well, they agree with you here, so that's good. It's just pure garbage. Uh, how about the Pontiac Aztec? You know what? They, the Hollywood tried to push that stupid vehicle. Yeah, it was absolutely. on every commercial and every movie. You're right, it's true. But it is one of the ugliest vehicles ever made. But Hideous. it is a very practical vehicle. Yeah. But it was junk, too. It was a very quality vehicle, but it was practical. It had a lot of cool features that opened up. And, well, it was, a, it was an SUV. But it was yeah, a, it well, was not a well-made vehicle. Yeah. Well, they're out of business now, so what does that tell you? Uh, I think I think GM made a mistake on that. Uh, getting rid of Pontiac? Yeah, I think well, they should have got rid of Oldsmobile and, and, Buick, and Buick. 
and Buick instead of uh, the Pontiac uh, Firebird. So. Pontiac's so like iconic it. stuff, man. The Pontiac Buick. Tra- yeah. What? Yeah. What? They don't have a Trans Am. No. no they, they didn't have. They didn't have a G, the Pontiac. Didn't, they didn't have a GTO. I mean, Pontiac is like epic. Yeah, but people don't buy those kind of cars. I know, but anymore. they could have re, re reinvented the GTO. They could have reinvented to make it a family the, sedan. No, they could have reinvented <laughs> the Trans Am. Yeah. I don't know. I think Pontiac had a little more of a footprint than Pontiac had its heyday back in the sixties and seventies. Yeah, for gearheads, Pontiac is the better one of yeah. the three. My brother had a Pontiac. To, Oh, God, I just remembered something. It just popped into my head from growing up in North Minneapolis. What Pontiac actually stood for. Oh, I remember. <laughs> oh, my God. I, had, I hadn't thought of that in about 50 years. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, the Mustang too. This is my least favorite car ever made. You know what? It, it, it was a terrible car. It was a it was an overgrown pinto. But Ugly. but <laughs> it was an overgrown pinto. But there is a Mustang two that I would want today. Oh what? really? Yes, there's a Mustang two Cobra with a three hundred two mm-hmm. that was a pretty over the top car because it was an oversized pinto with a three hundred two in it and it had yeah. a big, it had the big Cobra <laughs> on the hood and that's a money car today. If you have one, it's a money car. Yeah. So that's one that I would accept take. Except yeah, it's I, the ugliest Mustang ever. Yeah, it's made. pretty ugly. I didn't like that that generation of Mustangs at no, all. No, well, no, they were overgrossed pinos. They were just yeah. big pinos. Um, okay, so people are asking me, so I'm going to change one word in what Pontiac actually means. <laughs> okay. I'll change one word. I don't think you need to, actually. Do you? No, I'm not saying either one of those words. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to say Pontiac stands for poor old neighbor thinks it's a Cadillac. Yep. <laughs> oh, God. I haven't thought of that seriously in at least four decades. It just I <laughs> it was funny. They, they had them for everyone. Ford was found on road dead. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or fix or repair daily. Yeah, fix or repair daily. <laughs> and Joe from Louisville's pulling his hair out right now as we're talking about But actually, about this. <laughs> I had them all, and I was really hooked on Pontiac for a long time. I finally gave up on Pontiac. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. They just... Never stopped. Didn't like the Trans Am. It never. The problems never stopped. They had transmission problems and motor problems. Just never yeah, stopped. That's not good. Uh, the Lincoln Blackwood's just a. It's a Lincoln pickup. You know what? You know what? Lincoln. You know oh, what? That's right. They did have that. They had yeah. a pickup they, truck. They, yeah. yeah, I still see them around. It's just a Ford pickup with a bunch of bells and whistles on it and yeah. bedazzle it. They did they bedazzled it. <laughs> they bedazzled it. <laughs> they did. They put like the stainless thing on the back, tailgate mm-hmm. and but uh Lincoln, the worst car ever made, literally in the history of cars, is a Lincoln Continental. Period. It's too bad because they were beautiful. But it's the Continental the town car now is one of the best cars ever made. Yeah, it is. But the Continental car. is one of the worst cars, especially all through the eighties and nineties with the airbag suspension. It was yeah. the most nightmare, over-engineered piece of crap right. ever made. It had black death air conditioning, where they get black death tar in the air conditioning system. That car was a horrible car. Jesus, worst ever made. I cannot believe this one. I don't know if I agree with this one at all. The iconic Chevy Bel Air. It depends what years. Uh, here's a controversial opinion. The iconic Chevy Bel Air is actually one of the worst cars ever made. We're not talking about every Bel Air made. However, just the 1955, 56, and 57. I'm not a fan of them. I think I see them as tractors. Tractors? Yeah, they it's a drive like tractor, a, brother. But they drive like a tractor. Well, here's what, I, here's what I don't understand. Look at my screen. We're talking about 
right? Mm-hmm. So that's a gorgeous car. Yeah, like but it has manual steering, manual brakes, and it well, drives like a tractor. It, it, it drives like a tractor. It, it literally drives like a tractor. It's tough. It, you couldn't drive that car around the block right now. You would, no, you would really. come back and you'd go, oh, my God, I can't drive this car. I have to grow up. <laughs> I'm exhausted. <laughs> it's, it was, it's exhausting to drive that oh, car. Oh, God, I just saw. I've never seen one of these before. The ugliest vehicle I've ever seen. The Lamborghini LM002. I don't know if I've ever seen. Oh like my this. God! Look at this hideous piece of crap. Oh, that was oh, their. That, that was like their. Uh, yeah, that was like their. A, like a dented in Hummer. Yeah. That oh was their God, attempt to break car. into that market. Yeah, well, it didn't work, did it? No. <laughs> it did not carry through. I will guarantee you that. That that is the ugliest car I've ever seen. Oh wait a minute! This one might tie it though, because I I always thought people were driving a fishbowl. Pacer? Exactly. There is one exception to the Pacer, too, though. Oh, is there? Pacer X. If you have a Pacer X. Oh, God, that car is ugly. But the Pacer X had a big V8, I believe a 390 in it. Really? Yeah, and it was a monster car. It's called a Pacer. It had a big X on the hood. And if you can, once again, if you can find a Pacer X, it's a money car. It's worth a lot of money. Oh, I suppose it's true, yeah. yeah. Okay, here's the one thing I'm going to tell all automakers. If I ever catch you doing this again, I'm coming after you. When the car's hubcaps have a stripe around them that's the same color as the car. Look at this. I mean, it's hideous. Look at that. I hate that. Oh, look, I've got the same color hubcaps. Yeah, I think AMC AMC was big on that. Oh, they were really? Oh, yeah, Mm -hmm. AMC was big on that. All the matadors and all had the same color as the car. God, those AMC were... did some weird stuff, man. They really did. Yeah, they, they made did. some weird cars. They were they were the first four wheel drive car, though. Yeah. Oh yeah, all those those I didn't AMC. Know that. Yeah, they were all wheel drive. The the, oh, the, really? the wagons and all. Yeah. Yeah. Before we had Subaru in America. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping no one ever had sex in a Pacer with those windows. <laughs> you know what I mean? I wouldn't mind having a Pacer X though. Pacer X. Yeah. Uh, what was Maserati thinking with a bi-turbo? You oh, know, that car is ugly. You never know what the Italians are thinking. <laughs> <laughs> on he any, blames on, on his own any people. vehicle. He blames it on no, his own people. No, you really don't. You can, oh, you I'll tell you what they were thinking. What? They were thinking uh, they were going to get into the initial D market, which yeah, was... Yeah, probably. Well, you don't know what initial D is. I do, too. What is it? None of your bees. Initial D was a very popular uh, manga series and an anime and video game series oh, and I stuff didn't... in Japan. And this car looks a lot like the. Yeah, but did that come? Though that came after the car, didn't it? Uh, Initial D's been around for a long time. Oh, it has. No, people don't Let's know. See. People don't know. 1995. This. When did the Bi Turbo come out? Um, hold on, I gotta go back one page. I will find oh, out. Oh, eighty one. Oh, so initial D took it from the bi turbo. Yeah, took it from the bi turbo, yeah. Because they, they're identical. So ask me again what the bi turbo or initial D is, Andy. Let's go. <laughs> you look like Pe- a fool. People Tom. don't people don't realize this, but if you go to Japan, I remember the first time I went to Japan, I saw this car, I'm like, what the heck kind of car is that? That thing is awesome. And somebody goes, Oh, that's a Toyota. I'm like, No, it's not. No way, that's a Toyota. Yeah. So I went to the Toyota yeah. dealer and there it was in the showroom. I'm like, I want to buy one of these cars. They go, You can't buy one of those cars. Oh, you can't? No, I go, why not? They go, You have to be Japanese. 
They're for Japanese. Really? Yeah, for Japanese only. Hmm. You can't export it. You can't. You can't even buy it if you live in Japan. You only can buy it for Japanese. Okay, is anybody at the table feeling lucky today? No. no we'll definitely get some more not. of those cars later. They're fifty. I am definitely not feeling oh, lucky I'm today. Not. You're not feeling lucky. Anybody feeling lucky? I've Maybe, had a I don't know. Terrible month. No, why? For luck. Sure, I feel lucky. <laughs> you do feel lucky? Yeah. As lucky as this guy? A guy fell 800 feet into a volcano and then got up and walked away. <laughs> oh what did he God. land on? <laughs> my, God. my God. What did he land on? Ash? Yeah, the volcanic uh, rock is not. Did he land on just ash? It says here. Oh, the... it's a lake. Ash? It's a lake. But oh, even lake. if you land in a lake, it's That's like hitting concrete, feet. man. Like yeah, concrete, 800 feet it? into a lake. Yeah. Hitting water is the same as hitting concrete. Oh, it really is. I hope he didn't from belly high, flop. From really Ooh, that uh, an Oregon man has survived a reported 800-foot fall into a sleeping volcano's caldera. The man, whose name hasn't been released, fell from the caldera's rim at Crater Lake National. I have heard Crater Lake National Park is beautiful. Yeah, I have a friend that lived there. Well, he's dead now, but he lived there. He just loved it. Uh, before the Coast Guard was alerted shortly before 4 p.m. on Monday, a rescue team had by then descended 600 feet into the crater. But though officials could hear the man yelling for help, they were unable to reach him. Luckily, a helicopter was hovering above the injured man within 15 minutes of arriving on the scene around 4.30 p.m. Uh, the Coast Guard said in a statement, The air crew conducted the hoist before landing in a nearby parking lot and transferring the injured man to the AirLink helicopter. He was taken to Bend for treatment, according to the Coast Guard, which didn't comment on the man's injuries other than to say he was able to walk. Wow. That is yeah. unbelievable. You would think he would be dead after 800 That's feet. That's like cats to fall those high-rises in yeah. New York City yeah. and walk away. They just walk away. It's like, how <laughs> on earth? Well, that's, let's see, that is, how many stories is that? It's a lot. It's about 80, no, no, it got us more than 80 stories. No, it's about 80 stories. So that's just falling off the IDS building. Yeah, because that's, no, that's only 60. I don't know how though. you could live. Yeah, how are you going to live through that? Uh, no, IDS is 90. IDS is 90 floor? Mm-hmm. No, it's it, not. It is. Look at it. Wells up, Fargo man. is 50, 52, I think. Well, sorry. Yeah, that lands to look about 50. Let's feet. see. One story is 14 feet. So 800 divided by 14 oh, okay. is 57 stories. That's a long way to fall. That's that, a man. long way to fall. No matter what you land That's on. That's falling off the top of Wells Fargo. You ever look on top, up yeah, there? That's yeah. a big building. Yeah, I've been. I actually been on on top of the Fochet Tower and the IDS, and that's a long way up, man. The IDS is way up there, way but so is Wells Fargo. It's yeah, it is absolutely. It's a good looking building, actually. Wells Fargo is the nicest building in Minnesota. I agree. It's yeah, very, it's very, a nice very well taken care of. We building. just drove by that. It's a beautiful building, inside and out. In St. Paul? No, in downtown Minneapolis. Oh, it's because we drove by the St. Paul one. It's not even their their headquarters. They're headquartered out of San Francisco, right? But it are, is right. their biggest building in America. Well, in the world, because they're only yeah. in America. The, you know the goldy-looking one in Minneapolis? The one yeah, with the like gold, gold doors, top. all brass doors. Yeah, I, I'm sure I'd recognize it. It's a it. very well-made building. Well, I try to forget as much about Minneapolis as I can. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> you, I, you know what? I want to, too. I'm literally sick over what they've done to I'm it. I'm sick. Yeah. Like, my stomach actually hurts. They ruined from it. What? From what? From downtown, just from Nancy's <clears> car getting broken into. You blame that on the mayor 100%. I'm serious. Yeah. I'm the feel, last I, several I literally feel sick over it. I know. Like, I, I feel I, like I, I want to throw up. I love Minneapolis. I love downtown. Like I said, I used to walk from Plymouth uh, Avenue downtown. As Nancy's car just got broken into, mm-hmm. we're scattered around trying to find the people who did it. And then here comes this guy running with two security guards from the hotel chasing him because he just robbed the hotel. Oh, my God. <laughs> There you go. It's like a parody. It's like a Woody no, it Allen like, movie. It's like, are we in a movie here? Like, 
I will tell you, and I'm very serious about this, because I used to travel uh, there uh, with Capitol Records as part of my area. Minneapolis is going to turn into Detroit. Yep. Oh, it's I already it's almost there. It's already There's I'm, still little pockets that are good, but not many. No, not many. I mean, we even have a shooting today, yesterday in Northeast, which Northeast doesn't usually have shootings. No, it does not. It, it just really, really makes me sad. Again, as a 10-year-old, I used to walk downtown to do whatever, go to a movie or whatever, and then walk back to Plymouth Avenue, yeah, which was the worst neighborhood can in never Miami. never do that today. Oh, there's no way. No. I'd be sold into sex slavery by now. It's true. There's no way. And the surge is today. spreading. <clears throat> I just saw yesterday a home is, invasion yeah. in, yep. in Rogers. Or no, Maple Grove. Maple Grove had a home invasion yesterday. Well, there are no consequences for anything. That's the problem. It is a huge problem. There are no consequences for bad right. behavior any longer. You've got to stop. People have got to pay the price for their bad behavior. That's all there is to it, right? Yep. I mean, it's just disgusting. It is. It's not good. These, uh, oh my God, I, gotta, I know we only have one more minute in the segment, but did you see this 40,000-year-old severed head of a wolf they found in the uh, permafrost? No. What, Look at where, this bad where, where was it found? I'll had to bring it up. on. It's coming up right now, the big one. Watch this. And don't look at the drool, because it's not drool. It's just ice melting. Look at that thing. It's 40,000 years old. Mm. Holy oh, that's got to be the oldest living, the oldest found animal in the so. world. Because let's see what's the oldest human being ever found. He was only 5,000 years old. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. He was frozen solid. Cheese man or whatever? Like Cheddar man. Cheddar man. Cheddar man. Yeah. Cheese man. <laughs> that's there you go. You know the weird thing about this is forty thousand years old, and the, the fur is still there. His nose is still intact. Oh, he's frozen solid. Still there. Yeah. Frozen well, let's solid. see. It was perfect. He was frozen solid. Frozen <laughs> solid. They said they, they had only found. What? Do you give so, me a I dirty just, look? I don't know. It's just. It's gross. It is gross. So are they gonna, gross. Are they gonna, See the little drool right Are they going to put him in liquid nitrogen? Oh. Are they going to put him in liquid nitrogen and preserve so, yeah. him? Sign so. out. It's pretty damn cool. Well, they're going to study it like a madman, I'm sure. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I we'll, think it's cool. It is, absolutely. Mm-hmm. We'll be right back with the family. It's Tom Bernard with CEO Michael Bilski from North American Banking Company. Michael, we spent some time talking about your free app and money transfer service, XCheck, which is just great, by the way. You can transfer money to your kid to travel home from college and lots of other uses. I got wind of another service you provide at North American Banking Company. What's this Super ID I've been hearing about? Great question, Tommy. Super ID uses your face proof and your finger proof to keep your identity and your money secure. It's really a foolproof way to protect your family and your business from identity fraud. It's simple, fast, and oh, the best part is that it's free to our customers. Super ID, super easy, and super secure. Visit nabanco.com or see my personal banker to get the scoop on XCheck and Super ID. North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts they are, they wanted to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. Call now for Whiting Clinic's $500 off LASIK savings. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contact lenses, then it's time you found out if you're a candidate for LASIK. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 
888-554-2020 today. Or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK. Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Really? <laughs> for the wolf head? Yeah. You're as cold yeah, no, as ice. <laughs> You're willing to sacrifice our love. Yeah, very nice. Very nice. No doubt. Um... I wanted to say, uh, like I did on the morning show, a personal thank you to uh, John Stewart for what he did for the first responders in New York. Yes. Because these pig Congress people, and they're trying to say now, oh, well, they moved into a bigger arena, therefore that's why there's so many empty chairs. Yeah, BS. Okay, so the first responders fund was running out. They were running out of money to help people. I think it is out. Uh, they, well, close. they said today it's very close to yeah. being out. Yeah. I'm sure they vote is. on it today, right? It's already passed. Oh, they've been passing. Yeah, oh, okay. and you know why? Because everybody said, you scumbags. You oh, could yeah. spend $25, million, $50 million fighting each other right. over this whole Trump-Pelosi yeah. thing. But, but you, you can't, can't give, give the money to the first response. And they're literally dying. Uh, literally. There was a guy named Luis Alvarez. I think his name was Luis Alvarez. I think it was Alvarez. He might have weighed 80 pounds. Oh, he, no, yeah, I saw him speak. He oh, was done. Oh, God, it was just He's sad. dead man walking. Oh, yeah, he's definitely a dead man walking. Yeah. But uh, John Stewart got very mad. Then he started crying. He was he really got, good. He was really, Very really impressive good. speaker. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of emotion. But this Congress, look, you people, get off your ass and serve the public, not your own special needs and your own special desires. I don't agree with you, therefore I'm going to sue you. Uh, shut up and do your job. And like job. he said, every one of them back when it happened said... Remember these people. Absolutely. Every one of them said Everyone. So yep. remember them. <laughs> so, John Stewart, thank you for being a real American and, and pointing the finger at all these scumbags do who have, do nothing but take our money. I do have to say money. that he aged a lot. Who did? John Stewart. I yeah, he has. He I has was surprised it, yeah, how old he, he looked. That's true. Not, not that he looked bad, but I was just no, surprised he that he bad. looked a lot older. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad he, he brought... All of a sudden, it's like, oh, my goodness, that 12 hours has gone by and it passed automatically he's somehow. A, he's a true New Yorker, too. Yeah, he is. I mean, he's the epitome of a New York. John Stewart is only 56. I know, he looks a lot wow, older. Wow, are you there. serious? Mm. He looks a lot older. He looks a lot older than that. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was shocked when I saw him. Wow, he looked really aged. Yeah, but they passed it this morning, so they're going to get their money, it's which good. is wonderful news. And thank you again to John Stewart for making that happen. Because, uh, and by the way, thank you to a lot of KQ Morning Show listeners because apparently they responded and called their people and said, get off your ass. You ever had, you, know, you ever talked to John? Yeah, a long time He seems ago. like a real nice guy. I don't yeah, know. He's a nice guy. Is he? The one problem that I have with John Stewart is he's not very funny. He's no. a good interviewer. No, he's not. A co- he's I, don't not. See, I don't think of him as a, as a comic. Well, he was a comic. I know, but I don't think of him as no, a comic. No, he's not funny. No. But uh, he's a good host. Yeah. He has more yeah. of that intellectual humor. Yeah, I don't see you know, him as a not comic. Like a stand-up. Stand-up. She has more of that intellectual humor. I talk with my hands. A little, a little intellectual humor. No, yeah, he does, except, well, he wrote a book one time about maybe, God, 20 years ago, something like that. I read the book, and it's like, oh, my God, this is not funny at all. Yeah, but, I, never, I never saw him as a stand-up comic. No, I could see that. I mean, I've seen him do stand-up, but I just never thought he was funny. Right. <clears throat> so, yeah, again, John Stewart, you're my hero today, absolutely, for what you did yesterday. And uh, and, and they're going to say, oh, we would have passed it anyway. Yeah, of course Yeah, they right. Would. Of course you would have. Uh, the first responders running in while everybody else was running out. I don't know how many lives they saved while they were breathing, breathing toxic fumes. Do you watch that footage? Nobody would run into that. 
No. No. Oh, like, no. Everybody in this room would be running full speed the other way. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So I just think it's fantastic. It did get passed today, so our first responders will be covered. Uh, but really, it takes somebody basically screaming at you and then starting to cry before you'll make a move because you're so wrapped up. You are not going to impeach Trump. It's not going to happen. Because the Senate's never going to agree with it. So let it go. I don't even want to get started on that. It's impossible. I know. Can't it's impossible it's task. It's impossible to do, but they're still <clears throat> pissing our money away, aren't they? Of course. We're going to hold you in contempt. Shut up. Oh, by the way, tomorrow's Jerry Nadler's birthday. You know the only thing he's ever, the only legislation he's ever passed? Weight loss? Nope. He renamed the post office. Yeah, he did. In his whole entire <laughs> that's career. Right. Huh. That's exactly right. In his right. whole career. That's the only thing he's ever done. You know renamed who the post office. So his birthday is tomorrow. You know who else's birthday it is tomorrow? Sage, Sage Rasmussen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Nadler and Sage. They don't remind me of each other at all. <laughs> no. They really don't. I, uh, yeah, I, I just, seriously, would you let this go? It's not going to happen. Nobody's going to go to jail. Nobody's going to get impeached. All you're doing is wasting our money. I think, so. I think people might go to jail, but not the people that you think. No, no, that's <laughs> yeah. right. No, I think you're right about because that. Because people are digging now. Yeah. There's a lot of digging going on, and they're digging on the opposite other side. So mm-hmm. I think somebody might end up going to jail. You know, a guy told me from a newspaper that you would know that when he worked there, they tried to go after They dug everything up they could on me, and they couldn't find anything on me. Of course. <laughs> Kiss my sister's black cat's ass. What do you think of that? Yeah, I'm sure you, you've had your share of people trying to oh, yeah. spin something negative. Mm-hmm. But I have a question for you on that whole, that whole idea. The very people who think if you call me googly eyes because I wear glasses that I'm being bullied, <laughs> but you can ruin somebody's life. By going after them in the you know in the newspapers on television whatever it is yeah, they get a pass, but they, especially the internet especially these these blogs yeah, they yeah, get a pass you yeah, can't sue them you can't do anything. But I can't believe you can call somebody else a bully for going oh you're a pea brain when you're killing some people by ruining their killing lives. their livelihood killing their livelihood absolutely that is real bullying right there. City so. pages bullies a lot of people. Oh God, they, they won't sure have to do. be for years. I find, but they bully a lot of people and they oh, they cause harm. They're yeah, awful, absolutely. Yeah. Well, the, the Star Tribune, Pioneer Press, City Pages, and Channel Eleven have gone after me more than anybody, and I know it's because you don't sell newspapers and you don't get any TV ratings. Mm-hmm. It's not my fault. You know, go get something. Get better people, right? Channel Eleven had good people. They got rid of them all. They did. That's absolutely true. So Diana they don't Pierce, have any ratings anymore. When Diana Pierce was on. And I love Diana Pierce. Yeah, she was great. She still is. Yeah, she is. I did. We just talked to her. She's an awesome lady. What was she on about a month ago? Oh. Diana Pierce. No, not even no, a month ago. No, it's been long. Oh, it's been a long time. For a year? For the... Oh, you know what? She was on the morning show. And she yeah. looks And she looks fantastic. She does. Yeah. She looks great. Looks fantastic. I used to run into her in the Byerly's up in Maple Grove all the time. I love Diana. She's Sweet a good lady. woman. She's, yeah, she's a very, no, her, very her nice stepdaughter woman. just died. I didn't know that. Yeah, very oh, young, too. God. That fell, fell and hit her head and got an aneurysm. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, if this is a 10 to nothing in a men's World Cup, are we getting the same questions? Jill Ellis wondered Tuesday as the U.S. women's soccer team faced criticism for blowing Thailand out of the water in its first match of the Women's it World Cup. It is so ridiculous. A sports team now has to cut back I and know. not score too many points to I make know. the other team look bad. You're bullying them. But people don't understand. At the end of the tournament, if you're in a tie, right. whoever has the most over points yep. wins the tournament. You are so right. So you need as many goals as you can get throughout the season. That's, That's how the sport works.
course. But these people that are saying this are just crazy. It's it's lunacy. It's lunacy. Well, it's I just, think it's just one guy, and everyone's you know acting but, like his opinion matters, even though he's just. But Being people a are baby. jumping on the bandwagon fast. They are. Well, everyone jumps on every bandwagon. That's true. You uh, could I mean, say literally anything, and you would get a following on Twitter because there's enough crazy and or stupid people <laughs> out there to follow literally anything you say. Well, I just didn't get this at all because that's how it, that's how it works. I know. You mm-hmm. have to score as many goals as possible. So to. at the end of the season, if you have a tie, you win. Mm-hmm. I love this. Uh, Newser refers to it as a classless win. Ridiculous. They did their job, you dumb bastard. You got to score as many points as possible. You have That's to. the point of the game. That's exactly right. Uh, this, uh, I just saw a headline that I cannot believe is true. Jury hopelessly deadlocked in Winslow trial. Of course. Mistrial declared on remaining two rape trials. Wasn't he charged with like 20 rapes? It was a number of rapes, I know that. A California judge declared a mistrial Tuesday on the remaining charges against former NFL player Kellen Winslow Jr. after a jury convicted him of raping a 58-year-old homeless woman. A homeless woman. Mm-hmm. And 58. And 58 years old. But could not break a deadlock over two counts of rape involving a 54-year-old hitchhiker and an unconscious teen. Wow. They threw that out? I'm sure I see this stuff every day. They throw everything out anymore. Just, it's oh hard to go God. to jail anymore. Yeah, I sure guess. This is... I cannot believe there... Uh, an unconscious teen, this guy rapes her, and it's like they don't even care. I see it all the time. What happened to human beings? I well, I mean, look at O.J. Simpson. This has been going on for ages. If you're famous enough, people will look the other way no matter what you do. Like 25 any, any years more, ago you today, be you famous, set Andy. a puppy on fire and they'd be like, any oh, more, well, you're I, you have to be, I saw you on TV though. one time, so... Anymore, you don't even have to be famous. There's there's people downtown in, this, or in the city of Minneapolis, you see them, they get arrested, it says 54 felony arrest. Never convicted. Oh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> How are you God. never convicted 54 times? Yeah, well, there is that. There is that. I, I, I don't know. I, I read these stories now, and I know that these news agencies, they do the most outrageous stories, and they sure do. all the rest of it, to try to get people to read them. Oh, it's all about bait click. It click is bait. all about clickbait. Yeah. Absolutely bait. it is. And on television, it's all about trying to get somebody to watch television under the age of 40. And even these headlines, they're ridiculous headlines, and you read the story, this is unconfirmed and maybe yep. true. <laughs> I love I, that maybe true part. One thing I really did like about that after about a, it was about a year and a half ago or something like that that Carol Evan went after me and said I did something I didn't do. Their ratings have since plummeted. Ah! The new trick. The new trick is they use the word plans. Plans. So, yeah. So Tom Bernard plans. It's just it's just hypothetically <laughs> that you're planning on doing this. They he have plans. no fact, but you're there planning. That's their new trick. I'm serious. That's that all. The media's new trick is using the word plans. And because you can't like. Can't prove it. You, you can't. can't prove that you weren't planning to do something, so they can't right. be gone after. That's very, very the true. only time you can ever go after the news is if you can prove that they knew what they were saying wasn't true, which is nearly impossible. It's nearly impossible. You're absolutely but right. Defamation suits are impossible. Yeah, they, yeah. Are. they really are. They are really, really mm-hmm. hard. You can to talk win. to any defamation lawyer. He'll tell you, don't even bother. Oh, yeah. And that's what they do for a living. Honestly, I'm telling you not to bother. I'm expecting people to start, like, Going into news rooms and just like blowing themselves up because people are going at, they're going after people, ruining their lives. And it's like, you know, you go after the wrong guy, you take away, you take away everything from him and 
if he's crazy enough, yeah, we're going to start seeing that if they don't back off. Yeah, uh, the, and, and, the media is definitely the enemy of the people right now. Well, yes, it is. Oh, there's no doubt, a doubt about that. Yeah. Newspapers and television, particularly. Yes. And it doesn't have to get violent, but it will because they will not stop. No, it's true. It, it, the people are going to get killed over this mm-hmm. if they don't stop. Because it's so far to one and it's, side it's, it's, or the it's other. Both side. Sides. It's both sides. It people, is both sides. People like Don Lemon and you got Tucker Carlson, they're they're just so extreme that I'm surprised somebody's not trying At to. least Tucker's funny. Tucker is funny. <laughs> I mean, at least he's funny he about funny. it. Don Lemon, I don't understand oh, why he's on. What that guy is. God, I don't like him. Oh, he's terrible. He is terrible. Well, all they have to do is reverse New York Times versus Sullivan, and all the problems go away. Yeah, that's Because true. that's the case that says that you can't sue the news unless you can prove that they're lying. Or, like, that they knew that they were lying. Right, they knew right. that they were lying, yes. Before that, the New York Times was getting sued for, I think it was like a billion dollars per year in the 60s. Because they would not stop lying to about politicians in the South, because right. you know there right. always been a propaganda outlet. But basically, they ran to the Supreme Court and said, "We can't live with all these lawsuits. Make it illegal to sue us." And they did. That's disgusting. All corruption. I mean, it is absolutely disgusting that they would do something like that. I don't know. We'll keep an eye on the whole thing, but it's it's like I the, the biggest problem they have is. Um, and Cassie, you're just kind of on the on the edge of the crowd. You're what, 37? Yeah. Yeah. Because people your age and younger do not watch television. They no. do not read newspapers. You just don't do it. So you're part of yeah. the problem. Yeah. yeah. You are the problem, Cassie. <laughs> no, I don't want to read it because it's depressing. Oh, it is. Exactly. You know what? It, it is. It is. It don't read it because it is very depressing. It will literally is. make you sick. I'm making a conscious decision not mm-hmm. to follow I, the news. I, <laughs> I stopped, and now I, lately I've been looking at local uh, Twitter uh, feeds about crime, and I, I literally off. feel sick. No, I, 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 I lay in bed I at night, but it's feeling sick. Mm-hmm. I like my stomach hurts over it. I will tell you this, though. This morning on the KQ Morning Show, we found at least five stories about little children doing this these very generous things. This one kid went to school, and they found he found out, a lot of his classmates couldn't afford lunch. Mm-hmm. So went home, got his piggy bank, came back and paid for everybody's lunch. Aww. Those are the stories you want yeah. to hear. Yeah. Nice. Human well, beings are great. And plus, you really don't need to watch te- television news anymore because it's all on your phone. You get news alerts. Yeah, that's, right. well, that's their problem, yeah. Well, yeah. I want to get rid of my phone, too. I want to get a flip phone. <laughs> Just get a flip phone. That's how, that's I agree. how people my age and younger get their news is yep. through Twitter, you go, Facebook. You go, you go to Italy, everybody's got a flip phone. Mm-hmm. I love flip phones. <laughs> I wish I had a flip phone. <laughs> like that big. They'll give it to you for free at your carrier. They don't even cost any money. Oh, yeah. well, no, some cough do. up. You can get one at T-Mobile for like 80 bucks. Oh, Verizon, I think, has them free. Really? Yeah. If you're Little... up for a new phone, like, it's free. Ancient flip phones, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Flip. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Yes. Yeah. Make you feel important. Yeah, go flip that thing over. Yes. Nancy wants to do the same. She wants to go back to a flip phone. Excuse I me. Agree. I no have Facebook, to take this call. No Twitter. <laughs> I'm really important, you know. <laughs> we'll be right back in a couple of minutes with the family. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. 
We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. All right, Cassie, test. Okay. What car was Richard Gere driving when he was listening to this song? Oh, my gosh. Come on. I can see the car, but I can't remember. That has been so long since I've seen this movie. It was a Mercedes convertible. I know, I remember it being convertible, but I couldn't remember if it was... Was it the 400, 380, 400, 420? What? I don't remember. Do you it remember that It was gray, model? wasn't it? Uh, I think so, yeah. What year was this movie? Oh, what late night? 70s? I'll have to look what it up. What movie are we even talking about? American Gigolo. American oh. Gigolo. You know, yesterday was the anniversary for iconic movie... Uh, Jaws? 1980, oh, no, it was. Having a mind blank. 1980 was? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so there you go. So 1980 Mercedes convertible. And I can't remember the number. It was a number, but I can't remember what it is. It was a 450. 450, 450 yep. That SL. Makes sense. 450 SL. That's, yeah, there you go. Great car. You know who was supposed to play Richard Gere's part in American Gigolo but turned it down? Hmm. John Travolta. Oh. Ew. He's so, I don't know why, he grosses me out. I know, he's creepy. He's he, he, didn't, yes. he didn't in the beginning, but now he grosses me out. Yeah. I mean, I, I, even in Greece, <clears throat> I he gave me a weird that's, vibes. That's, uh, Greece came out in 1982, yesterday. Yeah. Greece did? Yesterday. Oh, it was released yeah. yesterday yeah. in 1982? Yeah. Wow. Big, big day in history in the United States of America today. Yeah. On this day in 1963, a full July, August, September, October, a full five months before John F. Kennedy, Medgar Evers was murdered in his house. Oh, is that? He, he was the first assassination of mm-hmm. all of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. a year before I was born. What was the guy? Byron. Shut up. Byron. <laughs> what was his name? Byron DeLay Beckwith was the yeah, one who was yeah. charged with his murder. Yep. God, that's good. You remember that. Yeah, I love good. history. I am such a history buff. I watch documentary. After that was documentary. my favorite class in school. Well, what, you know, history? Yeah, I had, well, a hot, I had a hot history teacher. Why wouldn't he be shot? All he wanted to do was act, be treated like an equal. Why wouldn't you shoot him? <laughs> well, what's I mean, really cool God. is that when they reopened the case to, to get uh, Byron charged for the murder, mm-hmm. they had to exhume Medgar's body. When they opened the casket, his body was so well-preserved, it looked like the day that they put him no. in the, And this is in the 80s, so it's oh. like 20-some years after the fact. 
Was it the late 80s or early 90s? I think 90s? they used more toxic chemicals back then. Oh, I'm I sure think you're did. right about yeah. that. I don't know, but he he didn't look the, like he's been sitting in a casket for 30 years or 20 years, that's for sure. Unbelievable. But people forget that. They think it was John F. Kennedy's assassination that triggered all this, but it was Medgar Evers. And then mm -hmm. Kennedy was killed five months later. Well, and then they just kept killing people for about six years. Yeah, well, they also had, you know, during the civil rights, they had... Uh, the Freedom Riders, a lot of them were yeah. either getting beat up or found dead somewhere. Right. And, I right. mean, it was chaotic. There's a lot of stories in America that people don't know. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. A oh, lot yeah. of stories, man. Well, you still get on to Mississippi these days. If you go into the wrong town, man, you better, yeah, y'all better start talking like this. Oh, you can't. Even, I've been down in the bayou. You don't, they don't, I don't even know what language that is. I'm not kidding you. I pulled up one time in a corner and asked this guy directions because we were lost. And the guy, I'm not kidding you, the guy was chewing on his tongue. He had his tongue hanging way out of his mouth like a couple oh. inches, and he was chewing, chewing on, on it. it? Yeah. Oh, God. Well, I know. My mom told me, because my mom grew up in North Carolina, and this is at the height of the Civil Rights Movement. She graduated in, I want to say, 67 or something. Um, but they ended up having to move in North Carolina. They moved from Maxton, North Carolina, up to Greenville, North Carolina, because of how bad it was in Maxton. Oh, yeah. Because my grandfather was the constable of the town. Uh-oh. And he was the only one that would help the black community because the regular police force would not would not would do go it. there. Not yeah, do it. Would go there. So the KKK was burning crosses in my mom's yard. Oh, God. They were trying to run them out of town because Ugh. they helped black people. So they ended up moving to um, a bigger city, which was a little bit more tolerable, I guess. It's I've been kind down of in some of those towns in the, in, in the bayou where you have to take boats everywhere. There's no uh -huh. streets. And you get down in there, man, it's... Pretty scary. <laughs> so most oh, people, yeah. it's like, Whoa. Oh, yeah. All those trees that come all the way down the ground, and you got to go through them. And... Yeah, and all of a sudden you see a pair of eyes just looking at you through them. I, no, yeah. I, remember, I remember one time we had been out partying all night, and we were on this cruising through this boat, and we saw, literally I saw something move, and I went, what's that? And it was an old man on a porch, but you couldn't tell the house there because Mother Nature completely engulfed his house. Mm -hmm. It was just really? covered. Mm -hmm. You couldn't even tell it was a house. Oh, God. But it, if you looked real close, you could tell this old man was sitting on a rocking chair on the porch. And the whole <laughs> house was just covered in vines and bushes and trees. Yeah, they don't care. And, nope, and right in the middle of the swamp. My favorite thing to do, though, is when I go down south, like, because we usually drive, so I drive through, like, West Virginia, Virginia, North Carolina, and all that. I love to really make my Minnesota accent super thick. Oh, they love that. I do love their boiled peanuts, though. Yes. Boiled peanuts are good. Oh. They're good down there. But y'all, you have to listen to Tony Joe White, Poke Salad Annie, and then you can go down south. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all never been down south too much. I'm going to tell you a little bit about it. I love the fact that when he sings or talks, he doesn't open his mouth. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. <laughs> he mumbles. <laughs> that was pretty. Andy, you're going to tear up as I read this story. I am? Yep, because it's about Lion Country Safari. Oh, the closing? No. West Palm one? Yeah. Lion Country it's Safari. It's had a lot of problems in the past. Well, this has been a big problem. There's nothing they could do about it, though, because the animals either go to shelter or they don't. Uh, thunderstorm yesterday, lightning struck oh, two yeah. giraffes right in the head. Oh, that's, that's the lightning. That's the, that's the thunderstorm capital of West Palm. <laughs> yes, it is. I absolutely. mean, every day they roll it through is. there. Oh. They killed two <laughs> giraffes. I'm not surprised. Struck I them mean, right in that, the head. That particular ah. area... West of Okeechobee, yeah. when you go out there, yeah. keep going. It's just lightning every day. How about they put lightning rods up around the giraffes or they, something? They do, they do. There's but lightning rods out there. Oh, that's sad. They're supposed <laughs> to go in undercover, but they, these two didn't. 
because that's way west of the turnpike, man. It's it's just constant weather. Yeah, it is. Oh, you see them rolling right, in absolutely. from there every day, black. <laughs> Where was Jungle Larry's, Andy? I don't know. Was that up in Orlando? Do you remember? Do you remember the monkey park that was oh, in yeah. Boca? Yeah. And then they just let it all go, walked yep. away. And some away. of those monkeys are still around. <laughs> they are. There's still monkeys in well, that in that neighborhood. That That's what in they Naples. Oh, it's in Naples. Yeah, that makes sense. So Andy was probably yes. seven years old, six years old, something like that. And we go in there, and I won't do it with my fingers. I'll just fold my fingers over. I look over at Andy, and he's got one finger up his nose <laughs> like this, his pointer finger, because it smells. And he goes. Jungle Larry stinks. <laughs> Back when I when I first went to Florida in the really early eighties, there was a lot of stuff like that, yeah. like roadside oh, animal yeah. oh, things, yeah. tons of them. Now they're all gone. There was you know reptile park and. You know, yep. they, they wiped all that stuff out now. Oh, I feel bad for those giraffes. I'm still stuck on the giraffe. I'm <laughs> sorry. Well, I'll make you feel better. Hmm. When when Hurricane Andrew, I mean, uh, yeah, Hurricane Andrew came through Homestead. Miami. Homestead, yeah. It wiped out. There there's a zoo there, mm-hmm. uh, uh, big zoo, and it completely wiped out everything around it mm-hmm. and wiped out the zoo, completely gone, and every single animal survived. Wow. That's amazing. So there you go. Well, it's just, Even I, the dress. See, that's why Even giraffes. Even the dress survived. That's why they're native to Africa because because Africa doesn't have the storms. Oh yeah, Africa has thunderstorms. Well, it depends yeah. on where you go. Yeah, yeah but like savanna animals, yeah, not a whole lot of thunderstorms. But it's like out there. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't have tall well, remember, animals. Florida has more lightning strikes lightning. per day than the whole world. <laughs> it yeah. does. That's a yeah. fact. Than the whole world, lot. the whole entire oh, world. It is unbelievable. Poor guys. Lightning usually strikes the tallest object in an area. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. two giraffes at a Florida wildlife park. It was apparently them, Lion Country Safari. Ten-year-old female Lily and Gianni, uh, one-year-old male, were killed instantly by lightning during a storm early last month. The older giraffe was between 14 and 16 feet tall. The park says there are numerous shelters in the habitat that the giraffes can access during a storm if they choose to use them, but they can't force the animals into them. It's like a billion-to-one chance this happened to us and our poor giraffes. Unfortunately, animals do not want to be in shelter in storms. No, they don't. Even yeah. my horses, it's really hard to get them to go yeah. install during a storm. Mm-hmm. They want to just, they're, they're too scared. It's, they're, 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 and giraffes are the same thing. It's, it's, it's fear of flight. They want to run. Mm-hmm. So you, they don't want to be Have you ever seen caged. giraffes fight? I, no. They hit each other with their oh, necks. Their yeah. neck yep. is yeah. horrifying. <laughs> it's really weird looking. <laughs> but they have no defense, so all they can do is run. Yeah, or hit yeah, each other true. with their necks. I mean, storms are really... And animals get re- real freaked out when it gets real windy because they can't hear, mm-hmm. and they get real yeah. sketchy. Yeah. It's just yeah, sad. It's absolutely Unfortunate. True. I do have to read this story. It makes you very sad, but uh, she was an inspiration to the running community. <laughs> Uh, as well as a friend to Chip Gaines and the best thing that ever happened to Justin Grunewald. Uh, appropriately, then, it was the latter who announced the death of Gabrielle Grunewald on Instagram just yesterday. I will never be able to fill this gaping hole in my heart or fill the shoes you have left behind, Grunewald wrote of his 32-year-old wife, a professional distance runner who trained Gaines for his first marathon last year. Uh, Gabby decided Tuesday, following a decade-long battle with cancer, she died. Uh, first diagnosed in 2009 with an incurable carcinoma of the salivary gland, she later learned she also had thyroid cancer. 
but that didn't stop her in 2012. Gabby just missed the cut for the U.S. Olympic team with an impressive show at the 1,500-meter race. She ran that race just after, apparently, she found out that she was dying of cancer. Mm-hmm. And she said, no, 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 I got, this is what I do. Mm-hmm. And went out and ran well, it. Well, why not go out with what you do? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, a former student athlete in track and cross country, the Minnesota native, became the 2014 U.S. Indoor Champion in the 3,000 meter, according to her website. She also launched a foundation, Brave Like Gay, uh, Gabby, uh, with the mission to support rare cancer research and empower all cancer survivors throughout uh, through physical activity. In a touching tribute at Sports Illustrated, Tim Layden notes. Gabby's bottomless courage and optimism came in the face of odds that she fully understood. Days before her death, Justin, who shared a heartbreaking image of Gabby resting at home on a couch, a tube in her nose, and loved ones gathered around, told Layden that the couple had come to a, pe- to a peace with everything. We believe there is a place beyond this world, and if Gabrielle doesn't get in, none of us are getting in. Mm-hmm. What a sweet story that is. Yeah. I um, hope there's somewhere we go. Wouldn't it be great? I hope there is. I mean, I'm not saying there is, but I hope there is. Well, no, but, I, but that's the thing I love about it. There either is or there isn't. That's not necessarily true. No. Would you just let it go? I'm not smart enough to know if there is or is oh, not. No, no one knows. I'd be like, have you been not. there? <laughs> but I'm hoping that there is. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's Why wouldn't faith. you? It's got to be better Yeah, I'm hoping here. there's something better. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping. I'm glad that I only have about 300 months left to find out. 300 months, that's it, huh? Right around there. You're only going to live another 27 years? Yeah. Really? About there. How old are you now? 55. Eh, you'll live longer than 82. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I almost died. I mean, I could have got killed in that motorcycle accident. No. Well, that's I know. Very Unfortunately, true. I just lost a friend to a motorcycle accident. He was in last oh, week. And they had a... I, I ride hard, so I ride race bikes, so. Yeah. Can happen any day. Mm-hmm. Knock on wood, it doesn't, but. Wear your helmet. Oh, I wear full crash gear. Good. Oh, good. I'm not stupid. I, I see these people. We're down in Red Wing over the weekend. And 35 over there in Wisconsin, as you go down to Red Wing, on the Wisconsin side, beautiful, beautiful ride. It's all these hills and, the, you know, the, a twisting and winding road. It's just beautiful. Motorcycle after motorcycle, wearing T-shirts and no helmet. Yeah, mm-hmm. flip-flops like, and shorts. Yeah, they were wearing, like, shorts. Shorts, a T-shirt, you no know, helmet. You would never see that. So if you go to any country in Europe, their motorcycles are 10 times the amount of ours. It's yeah. 20 motorcycles to every car. Yeah, I could see and they, that. And it doesn't matter if it's 100 degrees or 50 degrees. They're in full gear. Mm-hmm. Full gear. Is it the law over there that they have to? Not law of wear full gear, but if you get caught on a motorcycle without your helmet, just even on it, you mm-hmm. lose that motorcycle. You okay, right so you, no, you lose law. it. No, you lose it. it they is take law you it. Have to wear a helmet. But they actually take your bike. You mm-hmm. don't just get a ticket. They take mm-hmm. your motorcycle forever. No, you I, don't I, get it back. So you're driving along in Italy, especially. And there's a rock in the road, and the and the guy <laughs> passing in the car uh, runs over the side of the rock. It kicks up and hits you right in the head. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't get I mean, it, man. I wear a full face helmet, full. Oh yeah. Javard gloves and a full race jacket and. They make vet it. This jacket right here is all. This is all carbon fiber in the elbows and the arms and the there shoulders. Yeah. And it's not a hot jacket. Air goes right through this jacket. It's yeah. like wearing a t-shirt. Yeah. So you're not you going to go. be hot. I like it. Yeah. I, I just they look at. It must be beautiful out there, and the elements just ride along on a beautiful day. There's no way I'd trust. I everybody prefer full face clothes, Tommy. I like clothes, and it yeah. and it's silent, yep. and you just yeah. enjoy yep. it. 
Yeah. No, I agree with you completely. No bugs in your teeth or your thighs. <laughs> I don't like bugs in my teeth. Me neither. Got to be honest with you. Getting hit, pelted with June bugs in the face. Oh, try <laughs> dragonflies. <laughs> try one of those. This big smacking you in the face. Oh, God. But I, I have had a bee go up under my helmet before. Oh, a beagle? A bee. Yeah. Oh, a bee. Bee. oh, a bee go is what yeah, you said. Yeah, a bee go up under my helmet. I have a beagle in my helmet. <laughs> and it was literally oh, buzzing between my face and the glass. And you had to hurry up and open the shield and get it out. Get out. God. <laughs> But I have a GoPro mount right there, so my shield doesn't open all the way. Mm. It only opens about this much. Get out of my face. I love that. <laughs> That's wonderful. We'll take a break. Be right back in about, uh, what, about seven, eight minutes? Mm-hmm. Part two. Got a couple of great guests coming up in the next hour with the family. <laughs> 